Hello all, welcome to the first episode of A Look in the Life of Gender Fluid. In this episode, I'll start talking about myself. Where I was born, how I grew up, where I am today, how I found out that I was gender fluid, how do I express myself now I know I'm gender fluid, as I changed my expression of how I expect to express myself before, what do I enjoy to do in life, like normally, and what I'm what I'm interested in, because those things can change can be different to a person. What he enjoys to do, and what he's interested in. So let's start with the first thing. I was born a boy in a city called Hull. It's a city in North Holland. The province because I live in the Netherlands. Yes, I can be cheesy. Uh, I said I was born in a bigger city called Horn. Horn is a pretty uh, big city compared to cities where I live now. Currently, I live in a smaller city called Mecca. It's in the east of the country and it's almost said a farmer city so it's bigger than a town but not really very busy but i did grow up in horn for the first three years of my life back then life was stress stressless it was a real basic children's life I got fed, I got to school uh, for a little bit, and I just went about my baby business. Then my parents divorced. My parents divorced when I was free. So I don't really have a lot of memories of them together. As far as I know, they've been divorced. Now, am I not the person that really is unhappy with that? I live a great life with them separate. I bet for some people it sounds sad that I don't have parents together. And on one end it is. The fact that my parents don't live together has a certain impact on your on you, like, I don't see my father too often. And I still love him. Which makes it a shame. But, that's it. I haven't known any better. So I can live with it. I have been in multiple different schools throughout my years. Uh, some have been bullied away. Not because of my gender fluidness. But because of my appearance. And others, I've been uh, told to get off because of a, well, they call it a disability, but I tend to not agree with it. It's a form of autism, which for some is a disability. For me, it's not really only on my concentration level. So it started on primary school with 
distance. The first school I switched was because of distance. I got mo we moved and I got close to another primary school which I went to. That's something that I guess more people have had. That most specifically is problematic to me. Then when I got to grade six, uh, I got told to look for a school with special education. This meaning that I could learn on my own uh, speed because of my autism, I had a little bit uh, hard time to concentrate on the lesson and keep up with everybody else. So they said, go to special education there you can live, uh, learn on your own speed while also get done what you need to have done. So I went to a bigger city close by called Omlo in which I went to a school for about a year. That school was horrific. For some people it worked, for me it didn't. Within the first couple months, I was already at the school counselor. Because I needed a talk in their ways. When they figured out that didn't work, I got sent to the principal. And that's where the horror of the school comes. The school will openly lie in your face. So what they said to me was that I was too good for the school and that I was to be sent to a school that would better suit my skill set. Which in my ears sounded perfectly fine. I was younger. I didn't know what it meant. And I thought, okay, I have to switch schools again. I have been a year here, so I can't really blame not blame, uh, I can't really say I got used to the school yet, so I wouldn't mind too much. My mother came to the school a week later on the principal's request to talk about a new school. They told her straight in her face that they couldn't handle me because it was a problem child and I should have gone to a school that looked more like a prison. When I figured that out, I was pissed because that meant the school openly lied in my face. So my mom went looking for a new school because I had to be out of this school by Christmas. Now, that was quick. That was about like two months away, which in school terms is pretty quick. So my mom and a social worker went looking for a new school. They tried the school they wanted to send me to, my mom wouldn't have it. Lucky for me, because I wouldn't be happy there. Then they came to a school in a town right above me. It's a small town, about 4,000 people or so. In that town, there was a school called the Alien School. It's a school, also a special education school. My mom instantly loved it there. It was in the woods. It was easy. The people were nice, or looked nice, I should say, because she couldn't know that from a first glance. But the first glance was good. So I went to that school. I got in grade seven. And I've been there for two years. 
in grade seven because I was a late entry. I had to redo the grade. No problem. I finished that school. And if I look back at it, it was one of the happiest times I've known. That school really left a good memory on me. After that, I went to the middle school of the same school. My school had a basics, a primary school part and a middle school part. Education works a little bit differently here in the Netherlands, like you have a school, first school, which is basically a basic school, which is primary. And you have a school that's like most of the time, four years can be longer if you're doing a higher level, which for me was four years which was our middle school. And then we go to something we call MBO, which is like sort of college-like stuff, college, university, that direction. So I got to middle school and I had four years, some rough, some good, and some just blatantly hard. My first year wasn't a banger to start. When I started my first year, I was not really fitting in for it, so to say. I still had basically the same class I had the year before. And of course, they aged up. So the people in my class weren't the sweet and normal folk. They really got into the middle school mindset, which made me even more of a target or bullying but to be fair bullying was really low at the school which except for some name calling i didn't really have which is good my teacher in the first year though that was horrible my teacher was like you stared deaf in the eyes but enough about that i want to skip forward to my last year my last year was really heaven on earth but it was also the year i got into my game addiction the thing was uh, the level of complexity my work was was too easy for me i just swooped through it and had much time to spare every day so i went to the computer played a game and kept playing even at school and since I didn't have anything else to do back then, because I never had many friends, I started getting more and more and more and more and more addicted to gaming. But still, it wasn't heaven on earth because of my teacher. I had a teacher you could always do a bet with. And if you won, he actually kept to his bets. He wouldn't back down. So we once had a bet that if me and a, uh, and a classmate together would get a 10 on a very hard test, we would get pi, like a pi. That was the best victory pie ever. We just managed to get a 10, which was amazing. So yeah, that was a God heaven sent teacher. Then I got to what we call MBO, which is basically college or university, something like that. That's where I currently am. 
I started at uh, animal husbandry, animal care, something in that direction you could call it. And I had a rough start. I had a great, I had great teachers and they were always in to help, but thanks to some troubled internships and a, to still my recognition, a unfair failed internship, I was told that it might be smarter to pursue another career first. And if you ever want, if I ever wanted to come back, I could come back and retry it. So currently I am on my third year of software developing. It's something completely different. And to be fair, I had many different things in my mind. Sadly, some that had higher priority than this, my mom wasn't okay with. Back then I was back under 18, so I couldn't choose that for myself. I really wanted to look at stuff like driving a truck because you are on your own, you have your own music, you have nothing to worry about. And that sounded appealing, but my mom wouldn't have it because it was too rough of a world for me, she said. So that went out of the window. So I ended up on software developing. It's hard and I need my time with it. But I'm trying. I'll probably need two more years, one to get back on where I was because of some failed stuff over the years, but I'll get there, I hope. So that's where I am today. On the third year of my internship, in the middle of a corona pandemic. Now, if we're going to start talking about corona, you hear about people being depressed, young, young people being depressed, that they can't see their friends or can't hang around anymore. In the US, I've heard this is pretty downplayed. You have some restrictions and there is some form of lockdown, but it's doable. You can go to your family, have a great family meal. The things are different in Europe, especially for me in the Netherlands. In Netherlands, we are still since November, September in a hard lockdown. Everything is closed. The only thing open are the stores that need essentials like the supermarket. And the normal stores are only open on uh, calling in. So you call to make a appointment to go shop for about 10 to 15 minutes. All the cafes are closed. All the bars are closed. All the restaurants are closed. Everything where you could go is closed only for takeout. If we have a one visitor visitation rule. There's so much stuff we can't do anymore. They talked about reopening, but they already postponed in the week. So I don't think it's happening anytime soon. So for me, life currently is shit. I have low work income because of the coronavirus. I I'm getting in debt because of the coronavirus. There's nothing I can do about it. I, I can't get myself 
happier because I can't get myself funny things to get happier. And yeah, that's really what I'm dealing with. Now, that said, I have been way deeper down. And as I said, I have a lot on my plate. But I'm trying to find ways to get happier. I hope this podcast will help me with it. But I'm not saying it will. I hope you just listen to what I have to say. Now, to another aspect aspect I wanted to talk about, which is my gender fluidness. What does it do for me? What does it mean? Well, if you're gender fluid, you basically switch between your gender. For me, at least, I switch between genders. And it basically means I feel male or female at different times. I can feel male and go to sleep and wake up feeling female or feminine more likely it's just more feeling for me now how i found it out it started one and a half years two years ago when i was at my dad i went to a place called bayfabet which is a city left above where my father currently lives. It's not a special city or anything. It's not like Amsterdam that it holds gay pride or anything like that. No. There is a place there called the Bazaar, the Beverwijkse Bazaar, which is a sort of black market, a legal black market, you could say. Now, there I went into a customer store. Very funny story how I found it out. But maybe for another time. What happened was I went to that store. And when I browsed through all the stuff, I saw and there were a lot of female customers there. But for some reason, it draw to me. I was talking to someone on a chat app called Kick, who was a crossdresser. So, I really got interested in their lifestyle and how they were and what it did to them. I almost felt a connection. Now, at this point, I didn't know I was gender fluid yet. But for the sake of trying, I bought a custom there, which was designed for a female. When I did that, I said it was for a costume party where everybody would gender swap. I still remember that excuse, going to the cashier saying, is it a gift? I said, no, it's not a gift. I'm going to a party, you see, and it's basically a gender swap party. So everybody has to dress as the opposite gender. Also be aware, I didn't know that much about genders at that point. So to my knowledge, Females and males was a thing, and I didn't know about the other side. I didn't respect it. That's not it, but I mean, I did. I would respect anybody for who they are. That's just me. But I didn't know about other genders. 
Now, when I did that, I went home. I didn't talk my dad what I bought. And I went up to my room. That evening, I went into the uh, into the bathroom. I also bought a wig, by the way, just that might be smart to add that. And I tried it just to see if it maybe was from. When I pulled on that costume, I'm not gonna reveal at this moment what costume it is. When I revealed that, uh, when I uh, tried it, I felt comfortable. I felt like I was still myself. That this is something I needed to find out. When I looked at my phone to take a picture of myself, I was already standing 10 minutes in that. Well, I thought I was just two minutes. So time just went fast for some feeling. Just watching, looking at myself. I looked, it felt good. So, of course I thought, maybe is this really part of me? Do I like this? It wasn't something to be ashamed of. It felt a bit weird, but it was nothing to be ashamed. So the next day I talked to that person again on the chat app. And I told her I tried it and how I felt about it. She told me that's about how it went for her, only with mom's clothes. So I was like, okay. So it might be something I like. So I kept experimenting and getting some stuff at the secondhand store in the same in the my dad's town and since people don't know me really there i could do it basically anonymously they wouldn't know it was me or my i was for my dad's you know so i'll start buying some stuff and i liked it but then how did I find out of the gender fluid? That comes a little bit later. I'll talk about how I actually found it out in a later episode because I think I need to express some more time to that. What happened, but what happened to just of it was uh, I was with someone and I started acting a little different. So, how that came to be and stuff, I will talk in another episode, probably the next one. And yeah, so gender fluid is going to be on the bench for now, but I'll talk about it on a later stage. So, on the other hand, what do I enjoy? Too? Well, as you know, as I told before, I do enjoy gaming. It's one of the things I can do right now, and it's something that keeps me busy. On the other hand, there are more things I enjoy to do. As you figure out, I do enjoy cross-dressing. I also enjoy, enjoy cos, cosplaying. So those two do mix from time to time. I have TikTok, which, uh, which I do post some things on, but mostly at my voice side. I do though have, uh, at Imperial Dutch, Imperial underscore Dutch, you can find me on TikTok. I do have one duet with someone cosplaying uh, 
Elsa, I cosplayed Anna for the purpose of that. Uh, sketch, stitch, sketch, duet, something like that. And yeah, I also have an Instagram, which is the Blooming Red Rose, on which you can see my female side a little bit more, but also some parts of my male side. That is the underscore blooming underscore red underscore rose. The reason that there are so many underscores, it's because of breaking no spaces. So yeah, it's those are things I like to do. Crossplay is one. Now, to the last part, what am I interested in? Uh, I'm interested in a lot of stuff. You can talk to me about a lot of stuff, talk about music, I'm fine. I know a lot about music. I don't like rap, but that's a whole different story. Uh, I also like history. I'm a real history buff, uh, especially history regarding to wars. It's something I'm really, really interested in. And I'm also interested in cross-dressing and cross-playing, but that also parts come from what I do enjoy. I'm also interested in genders, as uh, I found out I'm gender fluid, it really had an impact on me and I started researching it more and got interested in. Those are things I really am interested in and it's, for some it's a bit weird combinations, for others it's perfectly normal. I am who I am. For now, I'll end this episode uh, here. I'm wishing all of you guys, gals, the non-binary pals, and of course everybody else, a great day.